Hello, everybody. I am your host, Wendy Nystrom with Environmental Social Justice. And today's special guest is Linda Freiner. She is the Group Head of Sustainability with the Zurich Insurance Group. So welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you very much, Wendy. And thank you for having me here. Of course, anytime. And you know, one of my favorite topics, I'm not going to lie, is risk management or insurance and climate change, because as we are now all seeing, is climate is affecting our insurance. So um, could you please explain very briefly, what does Zurich Insurance do? So Zurich Insurance is a, a global multi-line uh, property and casualty and life insurance company. Um, and uh, we really operate across commercial insurance and retail insurance. Um, so we have a, a very global view of things. We're headquartered in Switzerland, uh, in Zurich, actually, um, hence the name, right, the, the connection to that. Um, and uh, we really worked on sustainability um, now for over 10 years. Um, and this is a journey that is we're only in the beginning of it still. Um, and there's so much to come. There is there's a lot of development needs to happen. And just for the for the purpose of today's discussion, we're actually going to be talking on a global scale. So I may be based in the U.S., but you are based in Zurich, Switzerland. So we're going to be talking about worldwide issues. And um, what trends are you seeing with respect to climate change and insurance? I think fundamentally, I want to step back and, and, and think, look at insurance as such. And, and fundamentally, insurance is about sustainability because uh, we have the opportunity to provide a kind of a, a societal safety net beneath everyone. And we help businesses and people uh, move on with their lives and, and grow in, in directions that they want. Um, and we've always taken a risk perspective of things, right? Um, we were created um, 150 years ago uh, to ensure the Industrial Revolution and provide the workers' protection solution uh, to what was, of course, a very fast-growing uh, um, industrial change in society and, and where insurance was a key piece of, of, of making that happen. And, and we see ourselves when it comes to climate change. I mean, the insurance sector started talking about climate change over 30 years ago. And as a result, because we were looking at uh, catastrophic risk and we were seeing, we started to see that weather patterns were changing and that something was happening to the system. Mm -hmm. And as an insurer of risk, uh, we want to make sure that we understand risk. Um, and, and I would say in, in the past, just only in the past 10 years that I've been uh, I've been working on this issue at Zurich. Uh, we've seen a, a very, very fast change in terms of the the increasing in in, in volatility, increasing in um, in the number of extreme weather events, but also the the impact that they have on society. So for us, this is extremely important to understand. And I sometimes even go as far to say that climate change sits on our balance sheets, uh, and therefore it's so important for us to to better understand it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, with respect to, you know, insurance is risk transfer, just so people understand, it's like you take a certain amount of money and you accept that risk from somebody else and, you know, you take that responsibility. And it, it's thought through very thoroughly. There is risk management techniques done. What people don't seem to understand is with climate change coming, with things getting hotter and wetter in certain areas are hotter and drier, storm surges are happening, hurricanes are more frequent, the damage is more frequent and more severe. So we need to take a step back and say, okay, we need to reassess how things are looked at so this can properly be managed. Um, so with respect to property damage and even, you know, human health and well-being is also being affected. Um, we're looking at risk very differently. So um, 
I know when you and I spoke, risk management has always been looked at historically. So people would look, how were things looked at 20 years ago? How many storms did you get 20 years ago? We now need to do predictive analysis of what's going to happen 20 years from now. So how do you manage that change? Uh, I think fundamentally, uh, we want to ensure that our customers understand the risk that they're facing. And as you say, traditionally, we've used cat risk models to try to, to calculate the price. And, and we've seen the changes in the volatility and the, the severeness and the impact of these weather events. Um, so a few years ago, we thought, well, actually, it's not enough for us to just look at at the risk and try to price it accordingly. We also need to work with our customers and help them to become better at prevention, building resilience and, and, and so on. So one of the things that we started to venture was to take very traditional risk engineering services that we have in insurance companies, where we actually go out, we do risk assessment on site, we go out to the locations of, of our commercial customers trying to understand what type of risks. And traditionally, fire risk was a big, big hazard that we're looking at. And we said, why can we not do something similar, but on climate risk? Um, so what we have done um, is to try to really improve the way of modeling. And actually, we start talking about climate risk modeling, which is, is, is forward looking and try to uh, estimate and assess what will happen to different locations uh, in the future. How will they be impacted by the changes in weather patterns, sea level rises? Um, yeah and so on, and then couple that with the risk engineering service. So basically you have the assessment, you understand the exposure, and then we go out and we actually talk to customers and say, okay, how can you protect uh, your property better, the existing ones, but also how can you be much, much more um, informed when you make decisions on your future locations? Because of course, when we look at a, a, from a commercial insurance perspective, if a company is looking to put a new manufacturing facility, that is something they want to be around for at least 50 years. Um, so there the decisions are really, really important. Um, and, and we see that this is really taking up and, and companies are starting to realize that yes, we are working on mitigation. We're trying to lower our emissions, um, but actually climate change is, is here and we need to better understand how we can protect um, protect our business and create more resilience to it. So I think that's a really new aspect for, for insurance companies to come in. We've of course always been a big promoters of risk prevention and risk mitigation, um, but the climate change will need specific attention to it. And that's what we're starting to really work on. And, and that's absolutely fabulous. I mean, I love, you know, just to let people know, mitigation means kind of stopping something before it starts. So with respect to fire, you know, house hardening, don't have a lot of wood around. So kind of preventing something. Um, I love the fact that you are working with your clients because people do need to take responsibility for where they build, how they build, and the measures that around, you know, because our climate is changing. Um, sea level is rising. So um, water will be infiltrating further in, we'll get more storm surges. Other places are gonna get hotter, so you can't really work outside as much. Where there are areas that um, were once blocked by ice are now not going to be blocked by ice. So all of these factors have to take into effect. We have to rethink how we did everything moving forward. And um, one thing I'm a huge advocate for the EU because you guys are very proactive. Um, what are some of the, the policies that are being um, enabled by the EU just to, just to address this? 
a lot of the EU policies to date has been focusing on reporting and disclosures. The first thing that came into force was really on our asset side, because of course, as an insurance side company, we have two sides of our balance sheet. One is the underwriting and one is the investment where we in, in, invest um, the assets that are trusted in us. And, and there, the EU was very quick in, in, in regulating sustainable finance and trying to really define what is a green investment what can we consider as green and and how do we really making sure that when people trust their money in different investment options that say that they are green and they they support a transition or they help mitigate are they really so so that was kind of the first thing that came that came about uh, the second piece that is now really uh, being tightened is just sustainability reporting in general uh, to making sure that everyone is looking at it from the same perspective one big uh, decision or discussion point is around materiality. Traditionally, companies have been looking at, okay, what are the environmental, social and governance topics that we can impact through our business? Uh, so for Zurich, we say, well, we can, of course, help understanding climate risk. Um, we can help understanding, um, you know, data, IT, cyber risk. Um, we can help understand health risks, for example, typical insurance topics. Um, but now more and more, we're also now being really asked, and, and in particularly by the Corporate Social Responsibility Reporting Directive from the EU, to also look at what are the environmental, social and governance topics that will have a financial impact on us as a company. Yeah. And that's a big change because I think most companies today um, have not you know, been able to really quantify that. So one would say piece where we started as a company Zurich was to really do climate risk scenario assessments and looking at it quantitatively what impact will different scenarios and temperature changes have on our business and that will come more and more and and and, and to really to make sure that companies understand the risk that they're facing uh, the third piece that is is in the making is something called the corporate um uh sustainability due diligence directive which goes much much deeper in trying to make sure that companies understand uh, these risks that they're facing, that they are really managing their supply chain if it comes from environmental risk or, um, or uh, supply chain exposure, human rights, and so on, but also uh, along the value chain. And that's a much, much bigger impact. And they're also looking at it impacting not just EU-based companies, but any company that has, uh, has operations in the EU. Uh, but still, again, it's very much focusing on disclosure and, and reporting. And, you know, disclosure and reporting, I mean, I'm a huge fan of data, um, scientific background, just the way I am. <laughs> and that is very important because unless you have measured, you know, something to measure, something to keep track of and something to disclose, so you know if you are progressing or not, to see if you're getting better. Um, I would like to focus a little more on what Zurich Insurance is doing. Full disclosure, I'm a Zurich North America alumni, so I am a fan. I work with extremely <laughs> intelligent people who are forward thinking. Um, is there anything in particular that you can share that you guys are doing differently? Because my experience, former alumni, every we always thought outside of the box. We always thought, how can we make it better? 
And I think that goes back to, I mentioned that in the beginning, the heritage that we have. We've been around for 150 years and we want to be around for the next 150 years. And the only way we can do so is by understanding the risk. And I think yeah. that's where we challenge ourselves to say, do we really know what's going on? Do we really understand this risk? And, and if we see that, for example, I mentioned what well, climate change is on our balance sheet, what's the way that we can help manage that? Uh, from a volatility? Well, it's by helping our customers better understand climate risk. So I think we're very good at challenging ourselves and to make sure that we are looking beyond just the next strategic cycle and taking a longer term approach uh, to it. Um, and, and also that there is a lot of space for um, innovation, uh, for creativity, for really thinking, uh, looking at this risk from very different perspectives. Um, for example, we've, we've recently merged um, our emerging risk radar with a sustainability risk radar and said we actually need to look at this from a very holistic perspective because there's so much interconnectivity and, and Zurich has also been part of the, 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 the global risk report that is being released by the WEF uh, for many, many years. And we've been getting very used to talking about the interconnectivity of risk, the impact, the risk drivers, and really seeing this from a holistic perspective. And I think that it's easy to talk about, but now we're also starting to really say, okay, how do we take that and executing on it and helping our customers understand this better? I, I love that. And helping the customers understand because most people, when they think insurance, like just, I don't want to think about it. I, I paid my premium, make it happen. And you have to engage your client. You have to be like, listen, there's a lot of unknowns out there. There's a lot of rapidly changing things happening. So we all need to work together to manage that risk, to make sure everyone's made whole if there is a loss, which is what the ultimate goal is. Um, big fan of what you're doing. I'm a huge fan of Switzerland as well. Probably one of the most beautiful countries I've ever seen in my life. Um, if someone wanted to learn more about Zurich Insurance or learn more from you, what would be the best way to contact? I think, of course, contacting me uh, through social media directly. Uh, I'm, I'm out there uh, in certain forums like LinkedIn, where we connected, actually. Um, but also just, I mean, a lot of our information sits on our website, of course. Um, and also our annual report is now a fully integrated report. So you will also get the sustainability performance as well as the financial performance and to really follow our journey. And of course, we have also local channels in the countries where we present. So we are we're out there just a click away. And yeah, you actually have a very easily navigable uh, websites. Um, I've gone to all of them. And if you want to find the info, you can either do a word search or you can just click through. It's a it's very simple. If I could find it, y'all can find it. So <laughs> Linda, thank you so much for your time today. Um, this has been a real pleasure. Um, I love the work that you guys are doing and just trying to um, help people get through this, which is the most important factor out there. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for raising up the topic and for having me to, here today. Anytime, anytime. And please feel free to come back anytime. If you have anything new to discuss, we definitely want to hear it and share it. Um, on that, guys, I'm your host, Wendy Nystrom with Environmental Social Justice. Linda, thank you so much. Zurich Insurance, guys, please check them out. They're doing good things. You guys take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.